This is a presentation of the Trine Broadcasting Network, part of the Center for Sports Studies at Trine University. Learn more at trine.edu. Hey guys, I'm Lauren Banks, and I'm here with my friend Jaden Heyer, and we're just going to talk about some Marvel stuff today. I love Marvel. Me too. <laughs> so I guess that works out well. Oh, definitely. <laughs> Back in September, this uh, movie came out. I'm, I'm sure you've heard of it. Shang-Chi. Oh, really? That movie came out? Yeah, mm. crazy. We're just going to kind of discuss some stuff with the movie, how it connects to the MCU, how it connects moving forward. Be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a thing to include before we get started. There will be spoilers for Shang-Chi. So if you haven't seen it, Shang-Chi is the main character, crazily enough. Really? Really. And his dad is the Mandarin. Or, you know, a version of, like, the guy who inspired him anyway. Iron Man 3 introduced, quote-unquote, the Mandarin. Yeah. But you find out towards the end of the movie that he was just an actor hired to play a role to be terrifying. Which ties back to Iron Man 1. When With he was the terrorist group yeah. that kidnapped Iron Man in the first place, kidnapped by the Ten Rings yeah. terrorist group. Yeah. Now in Shang Chi, they're like, "Oh yeah, we're back with the real Mandarin." Yeah, the guy. Yeah, the who's real- actually an Asian guy who has the magical Ten Rings and leads the group, the Ten Rings. Right. Which are kind of international assassins. No. Pretty much. Yeah. 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 So. What you want to talk about first? I want to talk about villains. Oh boy. I love villains, right? Mm-hmm. I mi- Although I miss the days when villains were just evil because they're evil. Well, yeah. Two-dimensional characters. They're the best. You know, it's really easy to root for the hero when that's happening. Mm-hmm. But like, I like modern villains. They take a more like, hey, this is a person. And this is like, they have like. You can understand yeah. and, and empathize with them. Like, they have reasons for doing what they're doing. Like, not that it's right, but they have reasons. Like, uh, Shang-Chi's dad. Not mm-hmm. a good guy. No, not at Objectively. all. Objectively. Like, Correct. Not good. Pretty bad. Good Basically elements, immortal. though. He has elements of good in him brought up by his wife. But yeah. after she's gone. So, basically, he, uh, yeah, he goes, back, he goes back to his villainous ways. Yeah. After. Which, yeah. again, I can't really blame him too hard for. Because his no. original intentions aren't bad, but also, like... But making your, like, well, how old was he? 12, 14-year-old yeah. yeah. son kill people? Maybe not the best choice. Maybe not. But you kind of, like, when he goes, that line where he's like, if I had never taken off the rings, they wouldn't have dared to do something like this. It's like, oh, no. I, I see what your point not is. Wrong. Correct, yeah. Uh. Also, they get, they grant him immortality, basically. Like, you yeah. will never, never die of old age, which is cool. Which makes it more impactful that he takes off the rings for his wife. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because he's willing to, like, die. And there is a family. Yeah, kind of. They start to. They had most of the family going, and then she died. It evolved, but they didn't completely raise their kids. No, they they yeah. started to, and then she died. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So I love one of the biggest like dichotomies in the movie is like this like relationship between his like mother side and his father's side. Like his father's side is much darker, his mother's side is much, less, much more light and like free. 
And then his father's side is also more aggressive. So you have a closed fist type fighting. Yes. Mother's side is very open fist. Especially that whole fight with the aunt where he's Mm -hmm. like punching at her and she's got like, she just kind of like swoops, shows him out of the way with Mm -hmm. her open hand. Like it's some cool symbolism there. Yeah. Yeah. Very strong. Like symbolism. I thought it was interesting. The difference between like, Again, difference between his dad's side and his mom's side. His sister, uh, what's her name, Xilang? I think so. Um, she wanted to fight, and her dad's like, no, 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 women don't fight. Men, ha, huh, toxic masculinity. And then the mom's side, when they're like, what are you doing? Everyone is a warrior. Get up. Like, <laughs> that whole thing was interesting, too. Yeah, I like that. And then the ending where his sister, like, embraced... His dad's side, except for the sexism part. <laughs> Fun times. I also am a sucker for giant movie battles. Yeah. Like giant creatures. And Fair. Dr- dragons are amazing. And so. Dragons are pretty cool. I think if the movie didn't have a dragon. <laughs> <laughs> the dragon makes the entire movie. The dragon was so cool. <laughs> I love dragons. I like the... um. I thought it was interesting, the whole soul sucker thing. How do you, like, combat that, you know? You have to use dragon scales, obviously. Obviously. (laughs) I was in the theater with my sister, and she was so mad. She's like, oh, the dad's evil the entire movie. We don't like him, but now that his soul's been sucked out, like, he's a good person. I don't think that was the intention of that moment. No, that's how she interpreted that moment. The intention of the moment was more to, you know, hey, He's not all bad. He sacrificed himself for his son. After like, trying to kill his son. Yeah, but like he realized that his son was right in the end. Like, I think it was during that fight when he started using his mother's techniques against him. Yeah, that was like, it. And then he stole the... Um, the rings from him? Yeah. <laughs> so cool. Okay. You said the dragon makes the movie. I love the dragon. I say Katie makes the movie. Oh my gosh, Katie. Katie makes the movie. Katie is an amazing character. Like, someone come after you to attack you? Start singing a song. Misdirection. She, she has a lot, a lot of spirit. She has a lot of the personality of the movie. She is the entire comedic relief of the movie. <laughs> it's great to have the comedic relief be right there all the time. Yes, it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Katie's great. Katie, yeah. Katie bet against him. <laughs> <laughs> she wanted money. Which they never explained how if she ever got the money. Yeah, they did. She got it? Is there a bank account? She walked in with a wad of cash. Oh, did she get to keep it? And Sean went, Where did that come from? And she's like, It's money. <laughs> and then like tucked it into her fanny pack or whatever. So I assumed she kept it. Ooh. She's rich now. Yeah. Smart also. From betting on Sean. Is that, was that fighting ring a vice to the death ring or just a fun fighting ring? It was just a fighting ring because, okay. like, his sister knocked him out and then walked away. Okay. Like, or not knocked him out, but, like, pretty solidly down. Abomination and Wong didn't kill each other. Yeah. It's, it's just a fighting ring. Okay. We're all good natured here. You can get bloody, but you're not going to die. Probably. Mostly. Mostly. I would not want to, fight, want to fight the extremists then. I think it's interesting, though, that his sister, despite 
not connecting with his dad still pretty much embraced his ways. I think she's also the younger sibling. Yeah. And so maybe that's, she had more influence of her father over years anyway. But he was distant, both emotionally and physically. At counterpoint, kids, even kids in order to get the attention of their parent who's distant will emulate them as much as possible. Then why leave in the first place? Fair point. So Sean leaves, goes to the U.S., changes his name from Shang-Chi to Sean, which, oh, so (laughs) clever there, and becomes a valet. And then you've got uh, Zhai Ling, who tries and tries and tries to get dad's approval. It doesn't work, so she leaves and basically starts a lighthearted version of the Ten Rings where we just, we <laughs> fight each other. We're not to the death, but we still make money. And then dad dies. So Sean just goes back to the U.S. to hang out with Katie until Doctor Strange be like, we need you to like get over here now. Jai Ling is like, what if I revive the Ten Rings? Pretty much the same, except there are women now. Like, you know? Yeah. Like, she is exactly following in her dad's footsteps here. Maybe that's the duality. The like, duality. Playing, playing out again. Shang-Chi turns out a lot more like his mother. Oh, versus his sister turns out like his dad. Father, yeah. Makes sense, makes sense. It's interesting. Yeah, definitely. Uh, also, the Ten Rings, Yeah. I assume, are going to be connected to the Immortals. Oh. I could see that, because... Did it say in the movie how he found the Ten Rings, or did it just say that he found the Ten Rings? I missed the opening two minutes of the movie. Oh, my goodness. But I think it was that something something gave them to him. Okay, so we had to do some research because we couldn't remember. Right. Shang-Chi's dad, the Mandarin, found the Ten Rings on, like, an alien spaceship that belonged to dragon people? Uh, that's from my that what happened? very... Brief research. That's kind of what I was seeing. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So you think they're calling to Galactus? I'm think. I know. I'm pretty sure Galactus is coming in this. He's a Phase Four villain. I think so. Okay. Because like, Galactus has shown up in a lot of different media's. He's also one of the biggest, well-known MCU villains. Okay. And also, as we're seeing, like, okay. We're seeing a shift from technology and realism mm-hmm. to more magic and like more like super powerful beings. I think the etern- I think the Eternals are gonna be kind of like Justice League powerful. I'm assuming. I don't know what that means. Well, like, a lot of people like have problems with Justice League because they're like Superman's like so powerful. Like yeah, it almost doesn't make sense. Like how it doesn't make are, sense, right? Yeah. So I'm thinking. Marvel has those characters too. They're just not in the MCU yet. Oh, okay. So they haven't like. So you think the Eternals is going to bring some of those characters in? They've already introduced some Celestials. What's the next step up above Eternals? I think. Okay. Who are the Celestials they've introduced? Um, remember the planet Nowhere? Yeah. That's a dead one. Ego is also another one. Oh, okay. Okay. Peter, Peter's yeah, dad, yeah. which will tie into Adam Warlock, which is being introduced in Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Who is that? Adam Warlock, traditional in the comics, would end up wearing the gauntlet at some point. 
but since it's gone now. Oh, the Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah. Okay. He's uh, also he. I think he also had the Soul Stone at some point. Anyway, he's being made by one of the species that the Guardians of the Galaxy upset. Oh, like those perfect species. Yes. Oh, okay. Adam Warlock. Is he a celestial? No, but he's like. He's that level of power. He's connected with Quill, and Quill's a, the son of a celestial. Oh, okay. And they were introduced them in some of the like images about the Infinity Stones when like mm-hmm. they showed like the giant purple guy wrecking a planet. That was a okay. cel- that was a celestial. Oh, okay. And they've introduced them again in the Internals trailer. So they're slowly Marvel is slowly building up the power yeah. of their characters. And so that next phase of power is Celestials and the Planet Eater. Well, they kind of have to because, like, right now Thor can, like, could kill Thanos at one point in his life. Yeah. Like, he was powerful to do that by yeah. himself. So, like, when you have characters that strong, you can't go back to fighting regular threats. It's kind of like how in pretty much any series you start out with that basic, like, baby level character but then the bad guys keep getting tougher so that the character has to keep having character growth so yeah the immortals the the immortals are coming in now eternals immortals eternals eternals yeah are coming up now and they're like more powerful than the avengers i think probably in some ways okay and they're also connected to probably more mystic mental probably more mystic things but they might also be technology based i'm not entirely sure yet because they show up on a giant ship oh so it might just be like you know, like science that we don't understand is magic type of thing. Might be going, I might be doing that again, but I also think the MCU is shifting away from that. Yeah, especially with like Doctor Strange and Shang-Chi, like it seems to be, like Iron Man was a suit. Mm-hmm. It's just very high technology and like bombs and stuff. Like you've got- I mean, technically Hulk is, wasn't magic, he was science. Hulk was science, like gamma rays. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you can trace- Captain America was science, uh, Vita rays. And like a serum, mm-hmm. like a growth serum yeah. or whatever, yeah. Or Thor's hammer technically calls science. Isn't that where we get the quote, like science is magic yeah. that you don't understand yet? Right. If Thor is science, then the rest of Asgard and Loki and all them has to be science, right? I'm not sure if science biologically, but science from technology that they use. Yeah, oh, there's a little bit of magic here and there, like Loki's manipulations and stuff. Yeah. Illusions, yeah. It kind of seems like the Bifrost has to be technology if it's like unlocked by a sword. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's certainly something, you know, like I think we're definitely transferring towards that. But then now we're moving into like the Scarlet Witch, which is magic, chaos magic. Also, I've been noticing power levels are increasing a lot. Especially with more magical characters. Like they're going to be needed in order to face like more difficult threats. Yeah. That's why I think they're either going to have to face some Celestials mm-hmm. or more, or like eventually Galactus. Well, and like looking at more recent like shows and series and stuff, Iron Man and Captain America up through Endgame really didn't have power boosts. No. They just had, okay, Iron Man makes a new suit because he's always doing that, but it's not really that different from the other ones. You've got Captain America who still just has a shield and now he has Thor's hammer in Endgame, but versus you have, okay, Wanda. Who's only getting stronger. And in WandaVision had this giant energy leap. You have Shang-Chi who gains the Ten Rings, which are possibly science, but seem more like magic. 
Which also grant him, you know, some level of living forever. Yeah. Also, he's using his mother's magic too, so I'm assuming that's something. Oh, yeah, with like dragons and stuff, like that yeah. magic. You've got like Doctor Strange and Wong, who I don't think have necessarily had giant energy increases, but are becoming more prominent in the MCU. Doctor Strange is special, and Wong doesn't know why either. Oh, because the one lady who did died. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, he learned like how to use the time stone like almost immediately. Mm-hmm. And Wong's like, you shouldn't be able to do that. Which he explains away by, oh, I have a photographic memory. But Wong's, Wong's like, no, like, still no, that's not right. Yeah. Wong's like, you shouldn't be able to read through these books so fast. And he's like, ah, photographic memory. Nope. Which there's a reason like in Endgame, or yeah, it's Endgame, when they go back in time. And the ancient one goes, Doctor Strange is special. He's supposed to be the best of us. I'll trust his judgment. Like, there's something special about him, and we can't have seen it yet because it can't just be that he holds the time stone. No, yeah. If it if that was the case, he would be done from the MCU now. There's more to the story, a lot more. Yeah. He just broke the multiverse. No, he hasn't done that yet. Spider-Man 3 well, hasn't we, come out we, yet. Well, we're assuming that... <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying by the time his, that movie comes, like we already know that's happening. Mm-hmm. He's breaking yeah. the multiverse. Well, and at the same time, though, we're shifting more towards magic, but we're making Spider-Man a bigger deal, and he is fully technology. He is full technology, and he has, yeah, it's technology, yeah. He's genetically edited. He's a little bit, like, genetically enhanced, but that's still science, not magic. I mean, yeah, I mean, but the thing is, I guess Peter's kind of always held his own, even with, like, super powerful Oh, threats. even with, like, magic and stuff? Yeah. And I don't know that they're necessarily He's connecting smart, him as... The thing. I think they need a science thing to stay in, you know? They need someone that doesn't seem so, like, oh, like, one of the new Immortals. No, no, I mean, Eternals, sorry. One of the new Eternals. Mm-hmm. Like, basically Superman. He flies and he has laser eyes. Like... Basically yeah. Superman. It's also super strong. I'm just saying that like you like need they a need grounded someone character. more down to earth. Yeah, grounded character. More relatable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, makes sense. People can't relate to being able to do that. But people can relate to being Spider-Man. And he's the comedic relief. You know, he's like, man, I caught a shield. Whoops. <laughs> Everyone else is like, would just do it and be super cool. And Spider-Man has to add in that extra comment that just makes people laugh and relieves some of the tension. Mm-hmm. You ever seen that really old movie, Alien? Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. He is all of us. <laughs> <laughs> so, for the th- future of the MCU, you think Shang-Chi is going to probably, I'm just, just going to go out on a limb here and say he's going to connect to the rest of the MCU? I don't think he'll have his rings forever. Oh? No. I don't think he'll have his rings forever. Why not? I, I mean, it makes sense for him to have them, but also, I don't think Shang-Chi and the comic version ever actually has the mandarin rings then what are his abilities he's just a really good martial artist that's it and he holds his own against like celestials not jang she wouldn't so how with them ramping up power levels of characters how do they expect that might be why that's my my boy he has the rings right now but then how would they justify getting rid of him without getting rid of him I'm certain that there are keys that go to a lock somewhere. Oh, okay. And so he'll have to unlock it and that'll give up the rings? Possibly. Okay. 
I'm just like, there's, like, there's more to the story than I just have rings now. Yeah. But there has to be more to his story than just martial arts if Marvel is going to continue upping the power levels of these characters. Like, they're kind of getting rid of those characters who are just, like, Black Widow is no longer in the MCU. Mm-hmm. Like, they killed her off, and she was just a really good, like, pretty much a really good martial artist with guns. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm not, like, saying, like, I like her character, but they're getting rid of those people. Captain America, he was genetically modified, but he was just a really good fist fighter with a shield. Like, and they're getting rid of those characters and trading them out for more modified characters. Like, Spider-Man is Iron Man, but with some genetic modifications. Mm -hmm. And I like all these characters, but how, with them keeping ramping up and getting rid of the simpler superheroes, you can't just add another one in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's fair enough. I don't know. It's hard because, like, you have to have those, like, weaker characters that people can relate to. Yeah, but at the same time, they can't just somehow hold their own in a fight that the other characters are also struggling in with a lot more power. I mean, let me just just point point this out. The Guardians of the Galaxy are not a powerful group. Oh, no, not at all. (laughs) (laughs) And so when they went toe-to-toe with Thanos, like, Peter Quill has no powers at all. Whoa, 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 whoa. He does. No, he doesn't. He's related to Ego. He has to have some sort of powers. He doesn't have powers if his dad's not alive. But he doesn't ever, like, use them in fights or anything. But he has some powers. Is is it possible he'll unlock them again? Who knows? Not a clue. I don't think so. It also wouldn't make sense for his character. Because this whole, this whole thing is, I'd rather be a person. Yeah. Than, 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 you know, a celestial. Well, and then you've got, like, Rocket, whose superpower is being able to talk. Yeah. Yeah. He's also really smart. He is really smart, which you can definitely see in that scene in Guardians of the Galaxy 2 when all the Ravengers attack and he like holds them off with all his technology that he built. Like, oh yeah, he's smart. He's smart. Groot's super powered. Yeah. Kind of, but biologically. Yeah. You got Drax, whose superpower is turning invisible by holding really still. <laughs> <laughs> his superpower is he's just dumb enough to survive everything. I wonder, is his skin tougher? Maybe. But I don't think that's a superpower. I think that's just his, his race. Yeah, it's just who he is. You've got Gamora and Nebula, who are both just highly trained, and Nebula is like a cyborg, but... And so is Gamora's enhancements, too. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I don't know that Nebula necessarily has enhancements. Thanos was like, you lost. I'm cutting off your arm, but I guess I'll replace it so you're not <laughs> worthless. Mm-hmm. Can we call that enhancements? She's... She could survive her arm getting cut off better than a normal person. Like, if someone cut your arm off and someone cut her arm off, she wouldn't bleed. <laughs> That's not necessarily enhancements, though. Okay. <laughs> sure, sure. It's dance. It's fine. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely a power vacuum now that Thanos is gone. That's true. But not for long. Someone gonna show up and start eating planets. I'm assuming it's probably gonna be since some celestials first. And then we have Galactus. Oh, okay, because he's more powerful than they are? I think so. Well, if they're basically planets and he eats planets, I think it'd stand to reason that he's more powerful. But he's there he's just his own separate entity. Okay. Which also means we'll probably get the addition of the Silver Surfer in the next couple of movies. Oh, that'll be interesting. 
we'll see if we can ret- retcon uh, that whole thing. So I think Shang-Chi moving forward going to take definitely very close like relationship working with Doctor Strange. That's, yeah, especially since Wong was in his like origin movie. I'm assuming they're going to be their own group. That would be interesting, especially since Doctor Strange doesn't really like the Avengers. Yeah, do you think that he'll teach Shang-Chi some magic? Oh, maybe that'll be how he replaces the Ten Rings. Possibly. Like he becomes another sorcerer. But he's got like really nice martial arts. Which is something we didn't mention, but the actual, like the choreographed action in this movie was amazing. It was really good. It was like a interesting breath of flesh. Bless of flesh air. Gracious. Breath of fresh air. Yes. Yeah. Oh, flesh air. Oh, <laughs> God, that's horrible. Yeah, it was really good martial arts scenes, and even like the drawn out ones didn't seem unrealistic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was cool. I also liked that Marvel took a step back from having these like super extravagant locations. Like they had some tours. Yeah. yeah. Well, especially since it's set in Asia, his mom is from a crazy like magic place like they have to but like early marvel was like hey so there's there's just a few locations right a good story is focused around just a few locations not a whole bunch and they also did things like you know when you're a superhero there might just be an attack at a bus stop that you fight like Mm -hmm. shang chi gets targeted in a bus just for his necklace just for his necklace so yeah, that wraps up our recap. Um, been nice to come out and talk about Marvel. Yeah, it's been great. <laughs> if you enjoyed this segment, we have our own podcast. Yes, we do. Yeah, it's on Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, the like. What's it called, Jaden? We forgot the name. Ha 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 ha! Because <laughs> we enjoy dumb jokes. Mm-hmm. This is a presentation of the Trine Broadcasting Network, part of the Center for Sports Studies at Trine University. Learn more at trine.edu.